What's up, everybody? Targeting winners, episode 13, unlike 12, because I thought it was episode 11 last time. I guess it was episode 12. So we are on lucky number 13, sort of speak. So we're going into week, what is this, week three now. This is week three. Ah, starting to get better and better. This week is... um Trash. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... I was looking for a lighter. I, okay. <laughs> we do not lie to our listeners. Uh, if you're looking for marquee matchups, this is not our week. But uh... That's it for us, folks. Have a good week. We'll see. <laughs> we but did unfortunately, we, you're not worried about the quality of the games. You just want to know if we have picks. And, and as luck would have it, we actually we have do six. have a few. We actually got a few. We got six this week, which I was surprised. But yeah, good deal. But uh, yeah, not the week for uh, for any good matchups, unfortunately. But still. Saturday on the couch watching college football is better than Saturday mowing the lawn or doing whatever. So yeah, I'm fine with there. it. So, so all right, well, let's just dive right into it. Um, our first pick of this week, uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. They're giving up 27. It's a pretty big number um, to be on the road, but they are playing Tulsa and Tulsa is not very good. They're kind of like the slate of games this week. Uh, they uh, Oklahoma always seems to have a really good running back. Um, they have this Walker kid that's really good. Um, their quarterback, I don't know, was in number eight. Uh, no interceptions yet this year. He's taking care of the football. Um, the offense seems to have it figured out. I have no problem laying 27 and a half on Tulsa. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm very anti-Tulsa uh, this year. And actually, for the last couple of years, uh, they've just never seemed to meet expectations. Uh, thank for them. They didn't really have any this year. Uh, this is this is a good spot for Oklahoma to kind of make a statement before they get into Big 12 play. Um, yeah, a 50 burger is not out of the out of the realm of possibility here for them. I do like the Sooners here as well. I agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, where are you going next, year, Aaron? Oh, uh, I am taking the Duke Blue Devils. I am laying the 18 and a half. They are <laughs> at home again. Well, this is this is strictly a Northwestern fade. Uh, the fact that Duke actually manhandled Clemson certainly didn't help uh, as far as the spread goes. But uh, anything up to 21, I feel comfortable with this here. Uh, Duke's defense, pretty darn good. It was good last year. They had like 18 returning starters coming back. So this team picking up right where they left off. Uh, Northwestern, their first game against Rutgers. They look like the 1-11 Northwestern from last year. Lost 24-7. to Didn't get that touchdown until like about 90 seconds left in the game. Uh, they did come back at home, uh, put up 38 on UTEP, but uh, I've spoken at length about how much I cannot believe in UTEP this year, uh, and they're just proving they're probably one of the bottom 10 teams in the country right now, so I don't put a lot of stock into that game. Uh, Northwestern can run the ball. Uh, they are terrible when it comes to passing the ball, so I'm expecting Duke to get out here, get a nice 10, 14-point lead in the first quarter, uh, take Northwestern out of what they like to do. Uh, I'm expecting a Duke romp here. A Duke romp. A Duke romp. They are going to romp. Is that a verb or a noun? I this don't know. Whatever it is, weird, this they're going to do it. I, it's, I mean, it's, well, we figured that, but yeah, Duke just, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I was, it's just, no, Northwestern's bad. We're fading Northwestern. So <laughs> until further notice, until further notice, we're just fading Northwestern. I'll take Duke. Right? I'll lay the 18 and a half. No problems here. So. We're just taking the field against Northwestern probably for the rest of the year. It's a pretty good much. I mean, it's terrible. So I, I'm going to go off um, a little bit. Uh, here's a game I'm fairly comfortable. has a lot to do with turnovers. I like Western Kentucky. I know they're playing Ohio State, but they're getting 28 and a half. They are going on the road. 
Um, they got the quarterback. Sometimes, you know, if the quarterback gets a little bit of time. Uh, their receivers are pretty good. Um, I'm I'm thinking that they go up there. I think they're at what a plus five or I think plus four or plus five already in the turnover differential. If they get a couple um turnovers, they can keep it close. If they get more than a couple turnovers, they could win this game. Um, could be a trap game. I doubt it's a trap game. Um, but I would not I wouldn't be totally shocked if they won. I don't think they will, but um, you know, 28 and a half. I thought that was a, a bit high. I thought Ohio State would only be favored by maybe like 17 or 18. Now they're getting 28 and a half. So um, I think Western Kentucky is a good bet there. Yeah, I mean, we we, we talked at length and we did our uh, previews for the conferences, how much we love uh, Reed, the quarterback for Western Kentucky. This team can put up points. Uh, we've seen in Ohio State's first two games, they haven't really quite uh, figured out the offense yet. Uh, their first two games certainly weren't against quality opponents. Um, plus, there's that little bit of look ahead. I do believe uh, next week is Ohio State versus Notre Dame. So I'm not really sure how up Ohio State's going to be for this, uh, how much they're going to put out there on film for Notre Dame to look at. But, but against a team that uh, that does have quite a good offense, like Western Kentucky, especially with what Ohio State's got on tap next week, 28 and a half does seem uh, like it's too many points. Plus, you know, 28, you got that hook there. I don't know if you'd call 28 a key number, but I guess anything multiple of seven you could say is a key number. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Ohio State's going to win this game, but I don't think they're going to risk, you know, it could be something where they're up three touchdowns in the fourth quarter and they just pull everybody uh, to make sure they're healthy going into the Notre Dame game. But, yeah, I think 20 and a half is way too much here, so I agree with that totally. Sweet. Where, where else are you going now? Ah, my obscure game of the week. I am taking Georgia State uh, laying Oof. seven and a half on the road against Charlotte. Uh, again, this is just a fade of Charlotte. Uh, they're similar to Kent State where they're kind of in a full-blown rebuild here. Uh, Georgia State does bring back a decent amount of players, including their quarterback, Darren Granger. Uh, in his first three years, 50 TDs to only 14 picks. Uh, he's off to three TD and a zero interception start this year. Uh, the one thing I like about this matchup pretty much concerns the offensive lines uh, for both of these teams. Uh, Georgia State only had two returning starters from that group. However, they've seemed to gelled uh, pretty quick here. They're averaging 5.8 yards a rush. They've only allowed one sack in their first two games. Uh, so they're certainly getting together quicker than one would expect. Uh, you look over at the Charlotte side, they are one and one. Uh, they lost to Maryland 38 to 20. Uh, they did cover, they were like a 25 and a half point dog. But again, digging into the box score, uh, that they got 14 points in the first quarter, seven of them were on a short pick six. They didn't score that, that last touchdown until about a minute and 30 to go in the game, uh, blew the two point conversion. So they went about to almost three full quarters, uh, being scoreless. And Maryland's defense isn't exactly the, the greatest in the world here. Uh, they only brought one uh, returning starter from the O-line. They're only averaging 4.3 yards of rush. They've given up five sacks. Their quarterback, Jalen Jones, more picks than TDs so far. Uh, they're also 6 for 23 on third down, a terrible 26%. So very difficult to keep the offense on the field with those kind of numbers. So uh, I'm a big fan of Darren Granger. He's he's the dual threat guy that uh, all these all these teams would love to have. Uh, I think seven and a half. I was hoping it would drop to seven, but once I kind of dug into some of the box scores, uh, I think it's more likely to go to eight uh, before it goes to seven. But I did take it at seven and a half. I, I think this is a double digit win for Georgia State. Got a lot of road teams this week. Yeah, that's there concerning. 
you know, especially since, I mean, another one be, you know, Florida State this week. You don't know what uh, Hurricane Lee is going to have on that game. Well, again, they what, are they noon. looking? They and, did move it to noon, and are they looking forward to Clemson? That, that's kind of a big spread with the a big gosh. game that they got on deck. Now. I mean, looking at Clemson, I probably wouldn't worry about them at this point, but you know, it's probably going to determine who's uh, who's got one of those two spots in the ACC championship. So those look ahead spots, you know, some people believe in it, some don't. I kind of do to some extent, uh, but uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of. I don't want to say trap games because a lot of these spreads are still pretty high, but I just wonder how much these teams are going to put out there, you know, how much effort they're right. going to put into some of them this week. Yeah, my last two, it looks like um, looks like I'm riding the SEC bandwagon that everybody seems to be jumping on here, but I like Vanderbilt. Uh, they're only giving four to UNLV. Uh, this is purely, I think UNLV is another one of those, you know, Northwestern light. So, or, you know, or Northwestern is UNLV light. It's one of those teams they had, they did, they did win one game. They won their first game. I forget who they played. Um, who was it? But Michigan really put it on them last week and they won by 28. If they can win by 28, I'm sure Vandy can sneak out four at least. And they beat Bryant. There you go. So they only played one guy and they beat them. 14, yeah, 14, so. Poor Bryant. Yeah. Poor Bryant. What are you going to wait? No way. It, He's all right. Is that Bryant, like Bryant College, like the one in Rhode Island? I don't know where they are, but yeah. If that's the one in Rhode Island, that's that's crazy. I know people who went there. Like that's a small school. That is a small school. <laughs> well, they have at least fifty-seven people because uh, they did field the football team. So uh, I mean, you know. I've been on that. It's a very small. It has to be a small campus. I mean, it's in Rhode I'm Island sure for Christ's sakes. I mean, it's like ten miles from side to side. Of well, the state. <laughs> I'm sure they took the big paycheck that UNLV was giving them, and they didn't really care about what happened. So I'm It'll sure Bryant. Some- Brian's doing quite well financially. And, and expand the <laughs> expand the campus into Connecticut a little bit. <laughs> okay, so they played Bryant. So yeah, so they can beat Bryant. They're not going to beat Vandy. I don't think they stay within four of Vandy. I think Vandy probably gets them by, you know, ten to seventeen at least. Yeah, so. UNLV. Some some people had some some high expectations for them, but uh, through two games, whatever expectations that people have had for them, they certainly haven't uh, delivered on those yet. Uh, Vandy. I mean, yeah, they're they're probably the bottom of the SEC, but they're still an SEC team. They should have much better athletes than UNLV. Uh, some books are at four and a half on this. We were able to get four at Bet Rivers. Uh, you know, we'll go through that in the recap in a little bit here. But uh, shop around, see if you can get that four. Uh, I don't know if I would lay four and a half with Vandy, but yeah, I mean four. Oh, four is a good number. Yeah. Four's yeah. a nice number. They can win by a touchdown. You would easily. Hope so. I mean. My God, it's UNLV for Christ's sake. It's not basketball, so they should be able to That's beat them. True. If they're still good at basketball. They were when we were younger, but. That was like 90 years ago. Though. Yeah, right. Plastic <laughs> Man and Larry Johnson, Moses Scurry. Tark was, eating his towels. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, long live Tark. So, <laughs> well, my my last game, I had I had four. I didn't think I was I'd get four four plays this week i you know good for you man because this schedule was trash and i initially when we kind of narrowed down to the slate i was like okay here's the games i think we should look at i initially told you that i had three and then i kind of dug into some box scores and i'm like i'm not betting this one <laughs> i was like well whatever tim's got because you know we try and max it out at six here because you know we try and keep this under a half hour but uh I, I honestly, when I texted you this uh, today, I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to need your bets because I got to get those in before we record tonight. 
and you hit came back with like four. I was like, wow, he even he found four. <laughs> I, like, I could not. I'm an overachiever it, this week. You, hey man, go for it. <laughs> as long my as they last, win, who cares? <laughs> yeah, right. As long hey, they're winners. Uh, my last one. It this looks like another easy one. I thought the line was a bit low. Ole Miss against Georgia Tech. Um, I I saw a couple, a little bit of the Georgia Tech games. I wasn't that impressed. Um, I like uh, the receiver that Ole Miss has. Oh, their quarterback's pretty good too. Uh, Harris, the receiver. Um, I don't think they'll be able to keep up with him. And uh, they got a great running back. Uh, uh, Judkins, I think his name is. And uh, yeah, that I think there's too much talent there. And they are capable of running it up. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. Again, only 18. I, I was thinking they'd be favored by like, you know, 28 to 30. Maybe even thirty one. It'll be but... that high. I mean, you got eighteen and a half there. Uh, you know, Lane Kiffin, he's certainly not against running up a little bit. I don't no, think. he's not. <laughs> I mean, they did just go into Tulane uh, and take down Tulane. Granted, Michael Pratt didn't play for them, but still, it's a good road win uh, against a team that did beat USC last year. Um, not expecting a letdown here. Georgia Tech certainly not uh, not the best of competition. Uh, they better get off to a quicker start though than they did last week against Tulane. Otherwise, they may not cover that number. But they couldn't possibly get off to a worse start this week than they did last week. So yeah, I'm right. hoping a quick exactly. start there. You know, control the second half. Just you know, wear out the Georgia Tech defense, whose defense isn't that great to start with. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a little higher number. I was thinking around 17, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you can go on the road and beat Tulane, you certainly should be able to handle Georgia Tech. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, do you want to recap the bets and then go? Yeah, to the absolutely, then, man, you know, because well, we'll move let's on. do now do, do the RPO because, uh, you know, our peeps like to have a recap at the end. So, OK, yeah, we'll go through okay. a few more games of the week that I'm sure in typical fashion of myself, I will probably pass on the majority of them because this week is trash. But is uh, trash. <laughs> let's go hit us up with some some games, some other popular games this week. And we'll all right. Give you well, we'll thoughts. start with the couch burning bowl. We got a Pittsburgh and West Virginia. It was even. I believe it went up to Pittsburgh laying one point. They are. I did like Pittsburgh this year. I was very disappointed uh, with the egg that they laid against uh, Cincinnati last week. Uh, They do have uh, Phil Jerkovich, the Boston College transfer. Uh, I would expect them to get a win. But after what I saw last week, can't bet them. But uh, if I had to, I would roll with the Panthers. We'll pass. (laughs) No thanks. Another game I'd like to bet on, um, if it was still Hendon Hooker and Anthony Richardson, I probably would. Uh, but we got Tennessee and Florida. This is always a big game, especially down here in Florida, obviously. Uh, Tennessee is favored, I believe, by was it by nine? Six and a half. Six and a half? I went down. I thought you I were close. A few days ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Florida even won this game just because they, they always seem to beat Tennessee, no matter yeah. what. It's like... I heard uh, today on the radio the last nine times Tennessee's been down to Florida, they're uh, 0-9. Uh, Joe Milton has not uh, exploded offensively like I thought he would. Uh, but then again, you got the Wisconsin transfer, what, Graham Mertz or whatever the hell's name is. Backing him yeah. is, oh, God, keep a barf bag handy. I cannot yeah. put my money on him, even though I do think Florida's live here. Um, but again, this could also be the game that, that Milton explodes you know, on national television. Uh, yeah, I, I would pass. I, ca- I can't play any game with Mertz in it. I'm just, I, he's just uh, too many uh, memories from his Wisconsin days. Just, 
terrible. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Milton hasn't stepped up either, which is probably why the spread's only six and a half. So, yep, pass that for me, Jocker. You know, Florida's like, yeah, we need a passing quarterback. Let's go to Wisconsin. It's like, that... <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, and well, the last one is the game of the week, which is this team's going to be in the game of the week probably for the whole year. We all know him. We love him. Dion, Coach Prime, and the Colorado Buffaloes are taking Colorado State. Uh, the line was originally at 21. Uh, my magic number was 24 and a half. I think it got up to 23. Um, so, therefore, I will be passing on this game. Um, you know, they definitely got the talent. There's enough Louie there. Uh, I'm not sure about the defense totally, but um, – yeah, if I was going to bet on this game, I'd want a few more points um, to take Colorado State, and I don't feel comfortable laying all that with – I mean, I don't think Nebraska is that good, really, and TCU, I think, is even worse. Yeah, I had said early in the year, I, I don't see how anybody expected this team to be a top 25 team when they brought practically like nobody back, but uh, – I guess a trip to the national championship will, will make some people believe, but uh, right. you know, they, I mean, I, I heard somewhere that a lot of books are taking more bets on Colorado Buffaloes than they are on NFL games, which is just insane <laughs> to me to even think that as popular as NFL is uh, with sports betters. Um, yeah. I mean, I could, yeah, yeah, I'm not playing this game cause I never know when the, when the bottom's going to drop out on Colorado, but I don't think it's going to be this week. Uh, Colorado State, pretty, pretty bad defensively. Uh, I don't know if he's going to try the whole disrespect card and try and run it up. I, I don't think Colorado State. Well, who disrespected him this week? Yeah, I, I don't, that yeah that's, it seems I like every week they, did, they yeah. find Comes someone that they disrespected from like 10 years ago or something. Uh, and... But yeah, I think this, I think Colorado's probably going to roll here. Um, but again, there's some quality teams coming up on their schedule. And I think that's when people, I think the Oregon, I think they play Oregon next week. So they start conference play Oregon opened. I want to say like, and this, this is, this is how crazy Colorado is. They're coming out with the lines for two games ahead for Colorado. Like you could, that's the only right. college game on the board. You can bet Colorado next week if you want already. What's the line on that? Uh, Oregon opened 15. 15 and a half at some places. And it's already down to 14 or 14 and a half. So people I was going to say, like, jump on yeah. 15. Let's, let's place that. People are <laughs> all over the Buffaloes, but if it gets to like 14 or less, I, I would look at Oregon. I could see, I mean, gosh, is it know, in I Oregon or is it in uh, Colorado? I don't even know. I, I just noticed that the line started 15 and a half. And then I heard today, some books were 14 and 14 and a half. I mean, it, he's got some talent, but that defense is still terrible. I mean, Nebraska is possibly the worst offensive team in the country. Even TCU got into the 40s uh, against them before losing that game. Uh, the team's entertaining. There's a lot of bravado behind them, thanks to their coach. Uh, but once they start getting into that Pac-12 schedule... Yeah, that, uh, there's going to be a rude awakening here. He can play the disrespect card all he wants, but if they got Washington or USC on that schedule, they're going to get worked. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think this is the week. Is yeah, it's, iffy. It's, bad. it's you know, yeah, and the defense is obviously terrible. So, uh, I don't. The bottom's going to fall out, and the books are going to clean up one week. Uh, I just don't yeah. think it's going to be this yeah. week. <laughs> yep. So. 
Well, all right. That was a quick episode. That happens when we have a week that is. What is this week again, Darren? This is a trash week, and it was episode 13, (laughs) so we we didn't want to roll with the unlucky uh, number for any longer than necessary. Uh, So, yeah, we came on, said, hey, got the picks out. And, uh, you know, we'll be back on Sunday uh, with hopefully another happy recap. Go for our third straight happy recap, which could be great. Uh, again, if you have any questions or this late, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't have any. But if you did, cfbdudes at yahoo.com. You can certainly reach out to us by way of email. And we may or may not be starting a Facebook group that's uh, in development, but we haven't decided yet. So right. a way to get the lines out quicker, I think. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, a, a, a lot of line movement. You know, I want to get the, the numbers that we get you know, out quicker because we, we've had uh, some movement, you know, three, four points, point and a half, like with the Ohio game last week. So, you know, uh, I, I want the guys to get the same uh, same lines that we're playing. So, all right, so, Dan, yeah. I want you to just give us a rundown of the numbers. Yeah, let's go. We'll what out. we got, we'll do the bet recap. So first bet, Oklahoma laying 27 and a half over Tulsa. We got that at bet MGM. Uh, Duke laying 18 and a half over Northwestern. That was also played at MGM. Uh, Western Kentucky plus 28 and a half over Ohio State. That was also at BetMGM. Uh, Georgia State, we laid seven and a half over Charlotte. We got that at Bet Rivers. Uh, Vanderbilt minus four over UNLV. We also got that at Bet Rivers. And Ole Miss uh, laying 18 and a half over Georgia Tech. We got that at BetMGM. All right. Well, all right, folks, that's going to do it for this week. A nice little quick rundown. We don't want people to suffer through a trash week too much. So for Darren, this is Tim. We're signing off. We will see you on Sunday.